a very happy birthday to our tech expert, Paul Stenhouse. Morena. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. How did you celebrate? How Good does morning. one celebrate in New York as, um, as the East Coast pulls itself out of the pandemic? Uh, well, it's also pulling itself out of winter. So I've headed to somewhere warm to forest, oh! which has been lovely. Hang on, yes. where, where are you? Where are you? Uh, Palm Springs, oh! California. <laughs> it's a tough life you live, degrees. Paul. It's a tough life uh, you live. Well, do you know what, though? A significant milestone in the U.S. in the pandemic um, response this week. So what, are the, what does the CDC say now? That if you've, if you've been oh. vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask. No, no masks if you're vaccinated indoors or out. We've already been living with the out for a little bit, but the indoors is obviously huge. Um, and so really, I guess we're waiting now. The CDC obviously doesn't control any national guidelines. Yeah. America's obviously a system of states. And so each state is going to have to decide um, how they interpret what the CDC says. Um, and, you know, hopefully that happens very soon and we can get back to you know, going to bars and being in crowds, yeah. movie theatres. Because at the moment, everything's still very seated. It's still, you know, yeah. reasonably controlled. Yeah. No, that's great, though. Hey, uh, hackers have forced the closure of one of America's vital fuel pipelines. Yeah, and this has left people scrambling for fuel, Jack. There was at one point this week, actually, in Washington, D.C., um, nine out of ten petrol stations were out of gas. Jeez. which is just unheard yeah. of in these big cities, right? So there's this ginormous pipeline that connects all sorts of different gas and oil products from effectively the Gulf Coast and, you know, the oil fields in the south up the east coast up to up to New York City way. And these hackers installed some ransomware in, um, you know, this, this the computer system of the company that runs the pipeline. Yeah. The good news is that the hackers weren't able to get to sort of the, the bits of software in the systems that actually run the pipeline. But as is, as is always the way, Jack, money speaks, and they had compromised the billing system, and so that is what caused the shutdown and caused a run on fuel and people to stockpile and all of this fun. But it's back, but... uh they may, according to some reports, they may have paid a $5 million ransom to get some of that data back and get back into those systems. So, look, I know it's a really big company and obviously there's state actors or, you know, influential hackers who are yeah. always really interested in uh, big systems. But I think it's a really good example of anyone who has a business and is in charge of any yeah. sort of IT system to think about security We've talked about it. I know it's boring. Multi-factor authentication where they send you the text or you've got to put in the additional code, things like that. That goes a really long way because ransomware um, is one of these things that often it can be one employee who clicks a link and goes to a, a bad website and that can literally be all it takes. Yeah. You don't want to be that yeah. employee. Yeah. Um, so you want to make sure you know when someone's trying to do a phishing scam um, and yeah, try to do multi-factor authentication wherever possible for as many of your systems as you can. Paul, the app Clubhouse is trying to create shows. Can you tell us a bit more about Clubhouse? Because it's had a meteoric rise. Boy, it has. So it's been about, it's been operating for just over a year. And I think it's valued at like over a billion dollars now. It's absolutely insane. Sorry, valued at $4 billion. Right. $4 billion. Um so Clubhouse is sort of like a talk, a call-in talk radio show, almost like a Zoom that a whole lot of people can join and you can promote people to speakers and you can have Q&As and conversations and all these sorts of things. But the problem with it is, is that because it relies on people to create these, you know, create interest, when you open the app, 
you never really know what you're going to find. It's got some big celebrities on it. Like mm. you might find Mark Cuban from Shark Tank hosting a conversation, or you might find me hosting a conversation. You know who's more compelling. Um, so one of the problems that Clubhouse is trying to overcome is trying to make it exciting every time people open up their app um, and to really make Clubhouse a destination as we all start to open up America, right? This was an app that was great when you were at home. Yeah. Now it's contending with seeing friends and family. So they're actually going to try to create 50 of these shows and uh, they're really trying to invest in the people who have given Clubhouse some time over the past year. Um, they're going to give them $5,000 a month to these 50 creators to try to kind of, you know, make something a little more maybe regular or a little bit more around the theme. Um, but in some ways, just rewarding mm. people who've embraced the platform. Nice. That sounds cool.